This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. There are so many things that we as humans don't really understand. There are mystic, magical, faded things, as well as otherworldly realms that we just can't comprehend unless it's through the journey of our own soul. So I'm here to take you on this exploration of all things spiritual. I'm going to connect to source, give you divine downloads, and I want to keep you in the spirit loop. So here is the Psychic Scoop. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Psychic Scoop. I am your host, Steffi. I am a psychic medium, astrologer, and intuitive energy healer, or you may know me as the Spirit Sis. Maybe I gave you a one-on-one reading and connected you to a deceased loved one, or maybe I gave you the down low, the DL on your birth chart, or potentially I led you to awaken your own intuition through my course. However you found this podcast, however you're listening today, I'm so happy that spirit connected us to one another, and I'm super excited about today's episode. So thanks for tuning in. So for this episode, actually, let me make it clear, for all episodes, spirit always comes through and tells me, gives me the messages of what I need to talk about in alignment with what the collective needs to hear. So for this week, I heard that we need to talk about soul connections. Because, you know, there's a lot of information online, I think it's easy to get confused. And this is just my personal opinion on soul connections. It's a very critical thing to understand who's in your life, why they're in your life, have they been in your life in the past? So I'm going to break this down into four different categories of soul connections. I'm going to talk about soul group, soul family, soulmate, and the twin flame relationship. We've all heard about it. We've all maybe identified with it. So I'm going to describe these in detail and hope that you have a better understanding of what these connections mean and also how you can identify them in your own life. So first things first, I want to just explain what kind of happens before you come down into earth and reincarnate in a body. So you have a lot of karma that you've been incurring in multiple lifetimes, and you come back down to earth because you want to get your karma right. And karma is all-encompassing. It's life lessons, it's relationships, it's basically evolving your soul into the purest form of angelic light. We are all in human bodies to evolve quicker because in spirit form, you can learn the lessons, but in human form, it's like human lessons on crack. You learn a lot more when you incarnate, and that is very critical to the evolution of your soul's journey. And there are a lot of personal accomplishments that you want your soul to achieve, but some of the most important karmic events happen within relationships. So you have these contracts with other souls before you come down to earth. And that is so important 
for your journey. So let's talk first about your soul group because that is the biggest pod that you incarnate with. So a soul group is a pod of souls that all come down together to incarnate in this lifetime for some sort of collective message, you know, like all of us, you know, here in the soul group today in this plane probably decided we needed to go through a global pandemic together. You know, that's a part of our incarnation. But the soul group is actually a little more specific to you. And it can be, you know, up to a thousand souls, 2000 souls. I don't have an exact number for you, but basically this is people that you have some sort of lasting memory with. It's the people that come into your life for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. I mean, of course, maybe people who you've like worked with and it's been a very pleasant relationship, like a coworker relationship, they could very well be a part of your soul group. But I'm talking about the people that leave a lasting impression throughout the entirety of your life. So it could even be a coworker, of course. I'm sure a lot of our coworkers are in our soul group, but maybe it's a challenging relationship with a coworker, or maybe you knew this person for like two to three months, but they left a lasting impression on you, good or bad. There's probably a soul remembering or reason that this person was placed in your path to be a part of your soul group. And again, before you come down, you have these soul contracts and you basically decide how you're going to interweave into each other's lives and into each other's karma. Karma is on a mass scale. You know, it can be something as simple as just correcting a quick karma, or it could be something as intricate as you guys have lived many lives together and there's a lot of karma to be sorted out, but I'll get to that in just a moment. With your soul group, it is a big collection of souls that you have incarnated with. And that is a part of your pod, your soul's pod. And again, it's it could be a little bit smaller, or it could be bigger depending on how many people you interact with in this lifetime and how many of them leave a lasting impression on you. And most likely, if they left an impression on you, you've left an impression on them, and you are also a part of their soul group. Okay, next I'm going to dive into soul family. Now, a soul family is very different from your biological family. Soul family is the family you choose. Well, technically, you do choose your family that you incarnate with. You choose your parents, you choose your family. Those people are a part of your soul group. They have to be. There is some sort of reason you chose them and chose to incarnate with them. And it could be very much a part of your karma. Like maybe you're meant to not listen to your soul family. Maybe you're the black sheep. Maybe morals are different, or maybe you just feel like you're misunderstood. That could easily be a part of your karma. Maybe later in life, you realize that what you were taught to believe in is not your truth. But your soul family is a more intimate group of souls. Personally, in my soul family, I believe I have around 10 people in my soul family. And soul family are the souls that you instantly connect with. You don't know why you're so comfortable with them right away. You might be able to, you know, tell them about your vulnerabilities, your fears, your insecurities just upon meeting them. Or you meet them and it just feels so easy, so good. There's just this parallel there between the two souls and you're able to just connect. People in your soul family don't 
judge you. They make you feel like your most authentic self. So an, a signpost that you're maybe not with your soul family is if you're talking to a friend, a family member, someone that's in your close circle, could even be a lover, and you feel like you are filtering yourself to sound different than what you really truly want to say, that person is probably not a part of your soul family. But for whatever reason, you incarnate with the same soul family over and over again because you are on very similar frequencies and you vibrate at the same soul level to incarnate with. Soul family feels comfortable and soul family are a lot of the times people that are your comforts in this life because they've incarnated with you several times and they give you this beautiful sense of self. They give you this profound meaning and purpose. They're just your hype people. They feel really good. (laughs) So that's kind of what your soul family is. I want you to think about people in your life that just feel easy. And listen, we're human, so we're going to have disagreements with people in our soul family just because it is that really close relationship. Think about a sibling relationship, which they could easily be a part of your soul family. It's like you you know each other so well, like sometimes you disagree. That's going to be normal with your soul family. And a lot of times too, I just want to remind you that because maybe you're friends in this lifetime or maybe your soul family is your mom, like she's so close to you probably means that you've served different purposes in other lifetimes. Your mom now could have been your child in a past life, or could have been your dad in a past life, or could have been a neighbor, a boss in your past life. We play all different roles. And again, that's a part of the soul contract. But these soul family members feel good. They're your solace. They are the people in your life that make life worth living and make you feel more connected to. So these are the very special people in your life and they bring you a lot of peace and harmony and love. And also they can be made up of family members or a lover or coworkers or friends, soul family, just because it's a family. (laughs) It's family to you. That's why I'm saying it's not necessarily biological family, but it can fall in that category. But your soul family can be incorporated from people from all walks of life that just make you feel so good. Okay, now I want to talk about the soulmate relationship. This is something that we've heard our whole lives, right? Find your soulmate. Is your soulmate out there? I'm always looking for my soulmate, you know, and it and it has a romantic attachment to it, but that's not necessarily true. Also, spoiler alert, you can have more than one soulmate. It just depends on your karma. And a lot of your soulmates are actually a part of your soul family, but you do have one or two intimate connections. And this is how you can discern if it's a soulmate or not. It is a very deep and very intense and very intimate relationship. And it doesn't have to be romantic. A soulmate relationship leaves a deep impression on your soul. It is so important to you. And it's someone that has probably been in your life times (laughs) they've incarnated with you and you've had very personal close relationships with them in other lifetimes they could have been your lover in another life they could have been your son your daughter your twin sister your mom your dad your caretaker so a soulmate 
serves as a very close personal interconnection and you guys, you incarnate for many, many times and a lot of times too, a soulmate relationship. Sometimes you sit out on an incarnation and you become the spirit guide for your soulmate. For example, my spirit guide now is one of my soulmates in a past life was my dad in a past life. That That's a whole nother podcast. But what I'll say about a soulmate is it leaves a deep lasting impression on your entire life. And a soulmate is a lifer. They are in your life forever. So I don't want to say that your ex-lover wasn't your soulmate. It is a definite possibility. But your soulmate is not going to deeply hurt you, leave you, cheat on you, or do something that's going to, is completely going to derail some of your karma, unless that's a part of your journey. But that means that person is most likely just a part of your soul group. Now, anyone you've had a relationship with is 100% a part of your pod you incarnated with in your soul group. They could be a part of your soul family as well. But probably not a soulmate. A soulmate is someone, like I said, who's a lifer. Now, the only reason a soulmate can leave your life is if they transition. So they exit early. You know, you can have a soulmate relationship with a grandparent. They were always really close to you. They leave this really beautiful, lasting impression on your life, but they pass away when you're young. That's still a soulmate relationship. And please don't ruminate on who is your soulmate. All of that will be revealed within divine timing. But I will say this, a soulmate is someone who makes your life 1000% different. It is someone who changes the trajectory of your life just by them being in it. So that is a clue to who your soulmate is and also changes your life for the better, period, end of sentence. Also, let's normalize soulmates not being romantic. I keep thinking of that Lizzo song. You know, I love it. It's like, I'm my own soulmate. I'll always love me. You know, I'm always gonna hold it down. (laughs) Okay, sorry, I'm not a singer. You get the point. Anyway, you probably are your own soulmate. At the end of the day, you know, you your karma is important. So just remember that. Okay, lastly, I'm going to talk about the twin flame relationship. So there is a lot of misinformation about a twin flame. I've gotten a few clients that have come to me and said, hey, like I'm having difficulty because I'm in a relationship with my twin flame and it's so toxic and I don't know how to separate because we just love one another so much. And I don't know how to debunk this like politely because in my opinion, a twin flame is actually one soul that has been separated into two bodies. And with everything I've learned, with all the spiritual teachers I've studied from, everyone kind of believes the same thing I do. So I'm going to spread some knowledge, spread some truth. A twin flame relationship is very, very, very rare. I'm talking the 0.0001%. Because when a soul needs to separate into two different bodies, there is some serious karma it is working out. And I'm talking very traumatic karma. So for a soul to be separated into two different bodies, it will most likely not be in the same incarnation, or it will be in the same incarnation, but in different parts of the world. For whatever reason, the soul needed to separate their bodies 
and needed to learn some sort of lesson. I've also heard and read from other spiritual teachers that a twin flame soul is still a very young, young soul. So even though it does have maybe some sort of trauma or karma to correct by separating into two bodies, it has only incarnated once or twice before that. So that is another thing to point, that the more your soul is evolved, and honestly, if you're listening to this podcast, I'd assume you're already on a more higher spiritual plane of consciousness, but a twin flame is a surface level soul that needs to basically double their karma (laughs) in this lifetime and double it for whatever reason. It's very specific to them. Now, that's not saying that people in a twin flame relationship can't happen because I think everything is possible. But for two twin flames to be in a relationship and find one another, that is intense, 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 intense. And it's basically looking at a mirror at your same soul. It would be very difficult to have a very romantic relationship with a twin flame. It could feel like your whole life you are missing a piece of yourself, or so I've heard. So when you meet someone that kind of mirrors or emulates a part of you, I can understand why that might feel like a twin flame relationship. But I think what happened in our society is we normalized toxic behavior and toxic relationships with twin flames. And I'm here to debunk that completely. We are not taking responsibility for bad behavior and calling it a twin flame relationship. Oh my gosh, he's my soulmate. He's my twin flame. I can't separate from him because he is a part of me. We are the same soul. Uh Uh-uh, no sis or no bra. That's absolutely not how a twin flame relationship works. Oh, (laughs) I'm just here to hold it down because a twin flame is very rare. But if you do resonate with a twin flame, maybe you feel in your heart that there is a twin flame relationship, like your soul is completely duplicated in another body, and you've met the exact same soul as yourself. Ask yourself why, and ask yourself what karma you have that's similar. Also ask yourself how in any way you can resolve this karma without that person, because there is no way that two twin flames can stay together in this lifetime. It just doesn't make sense. And maybe my opinion is unpopular, and that's totally okay. Maybe I'll get dragged from this. Maybe because you want to consider an unhealthy relationship a twin flame. But if a psychic or a reader or even an energy healer or someone talks about your past lover being a twin flame, just know that I think it is soups irresponsible. And you know, if you have a lot of similarities with someone, and it is like a romantic love interest, and you kind of thought maybe in a past you've been a twin flame. I mean, like, listen, my best friend and I have so many things in common. It's sometimes freaky, like I'll be going through a weird health thing, she'll be going through a weird health thing, or we'll have the same kind of relationship things come up in our life, same trauma. It is so eerie to me sometimes that I think I've almost thought in my head, like, are we twin flames? Because we have some of the most insane 
karma that plays out at the exact same time. But then I'm like, oh, no, no, no. We're just soulmates. We just have a lot of stuff in common and we're reincarnated together to learn and to grow from one another and evolve as souls. Also, her and I were sisters in a past life. (laughs) It's crazy. So that is a soulmate relationship, not necessarily a twin flame relationships. And people that are similar to you should feel really good. It should feel comfortable. It should feel easy. Those are soulmate relationships, not toxic, not twin flame relationships. But again, it's very, very possible that someone that broke your heart, someone that fired you unlawfully, someone that was so rude to you, or someone that just made your heart sing, all of those fall in the category of someone who reincarnated with you in your soul group. So hopefully I didn't overcomplicate things. Hopefully (laughs) hopefully you walked away from this kind of having some more realization of like, oh yeah, this person is my soulmate. This person was just in my soul group or my soul family. And this person was definitely not a twin flame because I don't think I have another part of me somewhere in the world because I am freaking unique. And that's the thing, the biggest takeaway is your soul is unique. You are one of a kind and you have reincarnated with people who want to support you and love you and take you through the journey, even if sometimes that journey is difficult or heartbreaking or challenging. That is why we're here. That is why we evolved. That is why we came down into this lifetime at this exact moment to learn, to grow, to evolve. Okay, now I'm going to go blast Lizzo and just have a good old time. And I hope you do the same. This was meant to be lighthearted and fun. I don't want you to like wrap your brain thinking about all the people in your life who you need to cut off now because they're not your soulmates. No, continue to understand your connections and really grow them as much as you can, because that is all a part of the karma. All right, babes. Well, as always, you can find me on Instagram at spirit underscore sis or head over to my website if you want to know about my offerings or my awesome intuition course. That's spiritsis.com. Until next time, babes, sending you love, light, and peace. Bye-bye.